Hello and welcome to the Mindset Coach Podcast, the show where coaches and coaches-to-be tune in to learn how to integrate mindset coaching tools and neuroscience-based techniques into their practice and grow and scale a coaching business they love. Each week, I'll be sharing easy-to-implement tips, case studies, and business strategies that you can use right away to transform your own mindset and the mindset of those you coach. I'm your host, Lara Young, founder of the Mindset Coach Academy, author of 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, award-winning business owner, coach, and coach trainer. Tune into this podcast each Friday, free on all the podcasting apps, and click to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And remember, mindset is everything. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. We're approaching Easter and Easter, of course, is a time of renewal, of rebirth and forgiveness. And so in this episode, I'd really like to explore with you some techniques for forgiving yourself and for forgiving others. Paul Bose said, forgiveness doesn't change the past, but it does enlarge the future. Forgiveness doesn't change the past, but it does enlarge the future. Now, as coaches, as mindset coaches, really, this is what we're all about for our clients, isn't it? It's about helping them to really enlarge the future by embracing and thinking about new new possibilities, by thinking about new dreams, by thinking about new opportunities and ways that their life can be. And sometimes what can hold us back and can hold our clients back is not having forgiven ourselves for past wrongdoings or perceived wrongdoings and not having forgiven other people. Being in a state of regret or of feeling as though you're blaming other people, um, you're resenting other people. So resentment, blame, regret, they're all emotions that really we need to release in order to be able to move forward. They can keep us shackled to the past. They can keep us going back to that time when someone slighted us or something happened and we haven't let it go. We haven't forgiven them and we haven't forgiven ourselves. So this week, let's explore forgiveness. I'm going to share with you some of my favorite techniques for forgiving. Uh, And again, that's about forgiving ourselves and forgiving others and really recognizing when there's an opportunity for us to do that. Now, this work, this inner work, this mindset work of forgiveness is something that, you know, will bring up a lot for you. It, It will bring up a lot of emotions and Sometimes there can be some resistance around that because in not forgiving someone or ourselves, we're kind of holding ourselves in this position of false power. Um, You know, it may be that you even say to yourselves, I'll never forgive them. They did it on purpose. They have to apologize first. Or it's all my parents' fault or it's all my partner's fault or it's all my boss's fault or my colleague's fault or It's the fault of all those kids at school who bullied me or it's my teacher's fault who didn't recognise my potential. You may find yourself saying things like, they ruined my life or I'm right and they're wrong. I'm not going to apologise. I am not going to forgive because I am right and they are wrong. Now, the interesting thing is if you feel yourself and find yourself saying these things to yourself, that this is just perpetuating that pattern of negativity and it's perpetuating that pattern of resentment, 
of holding on to negative experiences from the past. And we really want to release those. One of the presuppositions of neuro-linguistic programming or NLP, which is, of course, one of the modalities that we certify people in at the Mindset Coach Academy, uh, is that everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have at the time. I'm going to say that again because it's really important. Everyone is doing the best they can with the resources they have at the time. So in any given moment, people are doing the best that they can. They're doing the best that they can with the time they have, with the money they have, with the freedom they have, with the emotional resources they have, with the resilience they have, with the maturity they have, with the habits they have and with the beliefs they have. Now, the reality is that, you know, sometimes you find yourself that you may have limited time. When you're feeling stressed out and you don't have time, how do you respond to your children? Are you shorter with them if you have, if you have children? How do you respond to your colleagues, your friends, your partner if you're feeling stressed and like you don't have enough time? If you don't have enough money and there's that stress as well, what about if you don't feel like you've got the freedom to express yourself or the freedom to do what you want to do? What about if you haven't really got those emotional resources of resilience, of being able to tune into and, and bring up a positive vibration in a moment where you're feeling angry or you're feeling shameful or hurtful and you lash out when you're feeling fearful? Maybe you don't have those resources available. And it's interesting, isn't it, how all of these things, our mindset, essentially, when we think about our habits, our emotional maturity, our resilience, our emotional intelligence and our beliefs, really do every single day of our lives impact on how we show up and how we behave. And they impact on how we act and interact with other people. And whether those interactions are positive or not so positive, we're in control of that. And we've spoken about this before, haven't we, in the episode where we looked about what is mindset? Because the reality is that the only person that you have true influence over is yourself. The only person that you have control over is the person who looks back at you when you look in the mirror. And it's a really, really powerful concept to embrace that you do have a choice in your life. You have a choice about how you live your life. You have a choice about what you believe to be true about yourself and other people. You have a choice about your values. You have a choice about your habits that you have. You have a choice about your self-perception, about your identity. There are so many things that you have a choice about. You know, how you, how you feel is a choice as well and how you respond and react and act based on the emotions that come up for you. And so... You also have a choice then when it comes to forgiving other people and forgiving yourself to let it go. So today I want you to think about whether or not you have someone that you need to forgive. And again, that person could be you. Perhaps you need to forgive yourself for things that you have done or that you haven't done, for opportunities that you've missed or loves that you've lost or for the things that you've said or haven't said. And we really want to acknowledge this and be vulnerable with ourselves. And whether you're forgiving yourself or someone else, this is really about acknowledging the hurt that underlies what has happened that you need to forgive someone for. 
And it doesn't need to be a, a huge transgression, right? It can be forgiving yourself for not taking that job opportunity. It can be forgiving yourself for the way you acted in that relationship. It can be forgiving yourself for not spending enough time with your parents when they were getting older or with your children when they were young. There are so many elements of our lives where we live in regret or shame or guilt and forgiveness is such a powerful antidote for all of that because forgiveness releases us, sets us free and it also gives us the opportunity to do something different, to make a different choice so that those regrets, those behaviours, those things that led us to need to forgive ourselves or other people are less likely to happen again. So let's explore some techniques for forgiveness. Now, the first technique is a technique that I really love. It's mirror work. Now, mirror work can be really uncomfortable, but it is so freeing and empowering to do. I don't know if you've done mirror work before, um, but if you have, you'll know what I'm talking about because as the name suggests, with mirror work, what you do is you sit or stand in front of a mirror while you complete these exercises where you talk to yourself looking in your own eyes and feeling any emotions that come up for you. Now, for mirror work, when it comes to forgiveness, you're going to want to start by writing down everyone who you'd like to forgive. Now, it could be your family members. It could be your teachers from school, fellow students, lovers, friends, former or current bosses or colleagues, People in organisations belong to, maybe you belong to a church, maybe you belong to a political organisation, maybe you belong to a gym. Um, Yourself, you may want to forgive yourself. So I want you to think about that. Think about all the people that you either want to forgive um, or if it's you, (laughs) what you want to forgive yourself for as well. And you're going to write this down. You're going to write down what you are forgiving them for And then you're going to look in the mirror. So you're going to look deeply into your own eyes in the mirror and you're going to say, you have hurt me deeply, but I won't stay stuck in the past any longer. I am willing to forgive you. I forgive you for, and here is where you put in what you're going to forgive the person for or yourself for. I forgive you and set you free. You are free and I am free. So I'll just repeat that back for you. You have hurt me deeply, but I won't stay stuck in the past any longer. I am willing to forgive you. I forgive you for, I forgive you and set you free. You are free and I am free. Once you've said this, just pay attention, just tune in and check in with how you feel. You may need to do the exercise several times with one person or even with yourself, depending on the number of things that you're forgiving. And just notice how that emotion shifts and changes. You can also then use some affirmations to support this ritual. Now, affirmations may include things like, this is a moment, I am free to let it go. This is a new moment, I am free to let it go. Or I take responsibility for my own life. I am free, it is strong to forgive and let go. So this is a new moment. I am free to let it go. I take responsibility for my own life. I am free. It is strong to forgive and let go. Now these affirmations can be really powerful and they're things that maybe you want to write down, you want to observe 
how you're feeling, you can create your own affirmations around this. You could journal on them or you could just say them as you're going about your daily life, releasing off those feelings of resentment, of shame, of guilt, of hurt. Now, the second exercise uh, or technique and tool that I like to use for forgiveness is EFT. You may know it as tapping. EFT stands for the Emotional Freedom Technique. Now, the Emotional Freedom Technique is really about the tuning into and using the meridians on the body to actually, and the acupressure points on the body to engage that mind-body connection and to release off negative thoughts, negative emotions, limiting beliefs. And so when it comes to tapping for forgiveness, there's a wonderful process by Nick Wartner from The Tapping Solution, and I'd like to share it with you now. If you're unfamiliar with tapping and where these tapping points are, I will put a diagram for you into the resources area of the podcast. I'm going to talk you through the script now. So first, what you want to do is to identify who or what you're having trouble forgiving. So you want to get really specific on what happened, what they said, what they did, how they acted, and you bring that memory to mind. So you really want to be focusing in on with that memory, holding it in your mind, having the visual and really tune into how you feel when you think of that. And when you think of that memory of that situation that happened with the person that you are having trouble forgiving, how do you feel? What what is the emotion? Identify the emotion and where you feel it in your body. So you're going to be really paying attention to your emotional state and also your physiological state here. So where does that emotion reside? It may, for example, reside in your stomach or your heart or your head or behind your eyes. Wherever it is in your body is right for you. Key thing is to name that emotion. And then you want to give it an intensity on a scale of 0 to 10, 10 being the most intense. Now, if you can, just write down what you're feeling in the number and it helps you be able to track your progress as you go through the tapping cycle. Want to learn more about how you can become a certified mindset coach? Head on over to our website, www.mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification, and you'll find all the information that you need along with a button to book a call with me to talk about how you can become the best coach you can be. So we begin with the karate chop. Now, the karate chop is um, on the base of your hand, just on the fleshy part of your palm, um, underneath where your uh, little finger is. And so you're going to tap with your right hand and onto that left hand where you're going to karate chop. If you're left-handed, you do the opposite. Again, not going to go into too much detail now about where these positions are because you can access the diagram in the resources center um, and or you could just Google EFT positions and it will show you where they are. So on the karate chop, we say, even though I refuse to forgive them because of what they did to me, I deeply love and accept myself. Now, in, you can simply say I'm okay if love and accepting yourself is too much right now. So even though I refuse to forgive them because of what they did to me, I deeply love and accept myself. Keeping tapping on the karate chop, even though I refuse to forgive them 
because of what they did to me, I deeply love and accept myself. Third time on the karate chop, even though I refuse to forgive them because of what they did to me, I deeply love and accept myself. Tapping on the eyebrow, I can't believe they did that. Side of the eye, I'm so angry. Under the eye, it's not right. Under the nose, it's not fair. Under the mouth, and I refuse to let it go. Tapping on the collarbone, all this anger. Under the arm, all this, and fill in the blank with how you feel the emotion you noted down. Top of head in every cell of my body. To the eyebrow, I just can't let it go. Side of the eye, because they don't deserve that. Under the eye, they don't deserve my forgiveness. Under the nose, and I refuse to let it go. Under the mouth, so much anger. Collarbone, about what happened. Under the arm, about what they did. Top of the head, tapping now, about what they said. You need to keep tapping on the negative or the truth until you find that the intensity is lessened enough that you can say some positive statements and have them feel fully or at least somewhat true. Now we tap on the negative first in order to clear the resistance, not to affirm it, but to open up the door for these positive thoughts to come in. So you can also simply tap through the points as you think specifically about what they did, what they said and what happened. So this is really fluid and flexible. See the movie in detail. Remember you're focusing on that incident, that situation, and just keep tapping through the points. Identify other parts of the movie and keep going. You want to be able to think about the event or the person without heavy resistance coming up. Now, this may take two, three, four rounds of going around those tapping points. And then when you're ready, when it feels right, and you will know intuitively when this is, your emotion will have shifted. There will have been some shift in some degree in terms of the intensity. You want to move on to some positive statements. And here are some examples. So you might then tap on the eyebrow. Maybe it's time to let this go. Side of eye, I wonder if I can let this go. Under the eye, what if I can let part of this go? Under the nose, releasing this anger. Under the mouth, from every cell of my body. Collarbone, letting it go. Under the arm, letting it all go. Top of head, right now. Now, then you want to tap through a couple of rounds of positive statements and feel free to add in your own words or affirmations. These are just guidelines to get you started. What's most important is that you feel the feeling and get really specific about what you experienced and keep tapping until it's released. When you're done tapping, take a nice deep breath in and let it go. Think of what happened again, that memory, and notice how it's changed. Write down your new number and intensity of the emotion and either stop tapping if you're a good place or you can keep tapping until it's fully released. EFT is incredibly powerful at shifting these states and I find it's a beautiful technique to use with myself and with my clients in order to go through this forgiveness process as well as order to, in order to forgive people and forgive myself when I need to. 
Okay, so the next one is the Cartesian coordinates. Now, these are four very short questions that are designed to really spark insight uh, when it comes to forgiveness. So here they are, they're four questions. And what I want you to do is to write these questions down and you're going to journal on them and just take the first thing that comes up for you. Some of these questions are a little bit confusing. And the idea here is just to take that first thing that comes up. They're designed to work with your unconscious mind and get that first unconscious response without necessarily analysing the question in detail. So here they are. Have you got a pen and a paper handy? If not, of course, you can replay this section. So they are, question one, what will happen if I forgive them? Write down the answer to that. What will happen if I forgive them? Question two is what won't happen if I forgive them? What won't happen if I forgive them? Question three is what will happen if I don't forgive them? What will happen if I don't forgive them? And question four is what won't happen if I don't forgive them? What won't happen if I don't forgive them? Now, again, really important to just take the first answer that comes up and journal on these, write them down and explore this. And you can explore this with the word them uh, for the people that you want to forgive or you can use the word me. So what will happen if I forgive me or I forgive myself? Okay. So let's move on to the final technique I'd like to share today, which is ho-o-po-no-pano. Uh, I always, it's really funny, I when I do my trainings in Mindset Coach Academy, I always say to myself, now I'm going to remember this word or I say to myself, I'm going to muck this word up, I'm going to muck the pronunciation up and it's exactly what happens, isn't it, when you say to yourself, oh, I always muck this word up. So I'm not going to say it again, ho-o-po-pono, ho-o-po-no-pono, ho-o-po-no-pono, ho-o-po-no. No, I'm going to spell it for you. <laughs> no, I won't. But the idea is that this practice is a Hawaiian forgiveness ritual for reconciliation that restores self-love and balance. And it is incredibly powerful, even though for some reason I have this block and I need to do some work on this myself. Maybe I'll tap on it or maybe I'll do some belief change work about my pronunciation of the word. Um, maybe I'll do a little bit of hypnosis on it or have one of my students do that. But it is the Hawaiian forgiveness ritual for reconciliation. And the idea is that it really restores self-love and balance. Now, there are four very simple mantras that you repeat in your mind seven to eight times. There are actually some great um, YouTube videos or YouTube audios on this as well that you can just listen along to. There's some that repeat it 108 times. There's some songs for it as well. And they're very simple phrases that goes like this. I'm sorry, please forgive me, thank you, and I love you. And you just repeat those phrases over and over. So I'm sorry, please forgive me, I thank you, and I love you. Give that a try and see how you go. It's very, very powerful work. It sounds very simple, yet it's incredibly powerful. And if you want guidance along, again, uh, just head on to YouTube. There are some amazing videos there for it. Now, forgiveness has been our theme this week. And I wonder if there's anyone who you want to forgive or maybe you need to forgive yourself, as we've said. So think about it. 
do you actually need to experience the grace of self-forgiveness? I'd love to know which one of these or more of these, you may try all of them, that you're going to use as you practice forgiveness and invite forgiveness into your life. And you notice how it's amazing, you know, when you do this work, there's a huge shift, right? And there's a shift at the unconscious level, but also things start to change. And you may even find that when you do this work, the person that you've been focusing on with forgiveness work contacts you or rings up to apologize themselves in some way in the coming days or weeks. If you're forgiving yourself, it is so powerful for just having this sense of balance and self-love and peace and just a recognition that you can let go, that you can move on, that you can learn and that there is real power and beauty in giving yourself that grace of forgiveness. You are human. You, in every given moment, are doing the best you can with the resources you have. So enjoy. Enjoy that practice of forgiveness and please do let me know how you go. This week in 52 Adventures to Change Your Life, it's a bit of a departure. We're going to be riding a bike. Now, it's really interesting. I've got two daughters, as you know, and I taught them to ride bikes. And we've had so many wonderful adventures on our bikes. And I think it's one of those things that I'd really forgotten about how much I love going around, riding around a city. I used to love it all the time when I was a kid. I was rarely off my bike, used to love uh, riding just about everywhere. It was the days of the BMX. Um, and so, and the Malvern Star, the BMX and the Malvern Star. And um, it was just that real sense of freedom, I think, you know, when I was younger riding around with with my the next sister down and, um, yeah, just so powerful and freeing. And so when I taught my girls to ride, and, you know, we lived in Cambridge for a number of years and it was just brilliant just being able to ride around Cambridge. And before then, I'd done a lot of travel around Europe and I've ridden bikes in Prague, in Barcelona, in Paris. Just seems that everywhere I went, I would hire a bike and certainly several places around the UK as well on holiday. We'd always just pack the bikes and take them. I had a a, um, a Dutch bike, uh, you know, the ones with the basket, the old-fashioned ones, and my girls had bikes and we take them everywhere on holiday with us. And it was just that real sense of freedom and being able to get out and explore, which I really loved. So maybe you haven't ridden a bike for a while. Maybe you've never learned to ride a bike. And this week it's a great opportunity to do just that. Now, if you don't have a bike, you go and hire a bike. A lot of uh, cities these days, particularly in the UK, Europe, have um, bike hire. So you just pop your credit card in and they're just bikes, literally, um, that are provided by the council and you can hire them and go for a bit of a ride and, and you know, go out exploring and enjoy that feeling of, I don't know, freedom that comes with, with getting on and riding a bike. So enjoy that activity and, again, just write down what happened, what you did to experience it, how you enjoyed it, what you'll stop, start and continue doing. Maybe it will be that you are actually going to ride your bike more often buy a new bike or even go on a biking holiday somewhere. Anyway, that's it for this week. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. Uh, do, do tune in again next week and for our next episode. And please remember as well that if you are interested in becoming a certified mindset coach, we have our incredible comprehensive certified mindset 
uh, coach program that is starting again in May. We're enrolling now for our May 2022 cohort. So uh, do head on over to the website, check that out. It's mindsetcoachacademy.com forward slash coach certification. And really look forward to seeing you again or being with you in your ears next week. Bye for now. Well, that wraps up this week's episode of the Mindset Coach Podcast. Remember to join us next week for another episode and subscribe on iTunes. Leave us a review if you've loved it. Share it with your friends. And I really look forward to learning how you're implementing the tools and techniques that you're learning here. Mindset is everything.